but there were some moments in there I was like, you're a little bit wild, too wild-eyed for me. <laughs> um, Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And uh, today we're going to be doing a mini-pod. Uh, mini-pod, I don't know. Uh, Julie-pod? Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> um, of Richard Jewell, the, the latest Clint Eastwood movie uh, about uh, the 1996 Atlanta uh, Olympics bombing in yeah. Centennial Park. Which, um, which I sadly, and I was like 20, and I, I really don't know much about it. Like it, and I, I mean, I remember it, but yeah, I, all I remember was, um, that it happened. And this and is really close to us too. I mean, this is just, yeah. you know, a few hours away from us. Yeah. I remember it happening, but I don't remember any of the aftermath of uh, it. I don't, don't either. Didn't remember Richard Jewell, didn't remember any of the uh the the stuff that happened, but uh but yeah, it's uh it's about uh it stars uh Paul Walter Hauser, who a lot of you have seen in I Tanya. Yeah. I think he played Jeff Galuli in that. Yes. Uh, and then uh, he was in Black Klansman. Yeah. Um, uh, and he's been in a lot of other things, but those are the, the the last couple of things that I remember seeing him in. And um, and he plays uh, Richard Jewell, and uh, he's portrayed in this movie as a guy who, uh, almost like Seth Rogen in Observe and Report. Yeah, that's a that's a really good comparison. I did not even think about that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, he really wants to be a cop someday, mm -hmm. so he's willing to do anything that he can to get to that point, including taking security guard jobs and stuff like that. Yeah. But the first job we see him at is at a lawyer's office doing supplies mm -hmm. for uh, uh, someone who's going to be very important in his life <laughs> later, uh, Watson Bryant, who's yeah. played by Sam Rockwell. And they develop this sort of uh, you know oddball friendship, uh, worker uh, relationship type of thing. And then he leaves to become a security guard at a university. Mm -hmm. And uh, – and, uh, at the university, he goes way over the line. He yeah, is, yeah. They're what they're. He's pulling people over on the highway to see if he can find drugs or something yes. like that. Yeah, and he's entering uh, people's dorms yeah. and looking for drugs and yeah. stuff. And uh, and uh, he gets called. The, the it's a pretty funny scene. He gets called into the uh, dean's office or the president's office or whatever. And mm -hmm. and uh, and. Uh, He's he's like, what the hell are you doing? And he goes, well, I remember you saying that you didn't want any Mickey Mouse stuff yeah. here. <laughs> and he's like, I remember you saying that. It's like, I actually, I wrote it down. <laughs> he just writes, he says, he says here, oh yeah, I interrupted you at the banquet, and I said, uh, uh, you said uh, I'm gonna, I said I'm gonna be your new security guard, and you're like, I don't want any quote Mickey Mousing here, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but he is allowed to sort of resign. Uh, uh, instead of getting yeah. straight up fired, yeah, because he says, "Do you want to resign, or do you want me just to fire you?" Yeah. I remember that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this guy actually, well, I guess we'll get into that later. And which uh, then leads yeah. to his yeah. his ultimate job, which is the uh, the working uh, security somewhat for the Centennial Centennial Park during the Olympics. Yeah. This the Olympics have 
a number of uh, you know they have Atlanta cops. Yeah, there's FBI there, yeah. so he's seen as sort of extraneous. Yeah, uh, in there's that like situation. organizations I didn't even know existed. There's like a like a GOI or something. No, it's a oh, GBI. GBI. Ge- that's Georgia, right. Georgia Bureau. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Like yeah, yeah. TBI or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. Um, gotcha. But uh, yeah, it's uh, ultimately lands him that job, and that's where all the stuff goes down. And he is uh, he notices a a bag that uh, could be suspicious, and it turns yeah. out that it has three large pipe bombs in it. Yeah. And uh, so I'm trying to get to this point where there's <laughs> not spoilers, but we know that the bomb goes off and we know that he is considered a hero. However, yeah. the FBI has turned on him as the prime suspect. That's their that's the, the story. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because they don't really have uh, I'm really I don't even know. I mean, because I don't know how much of, I read a little bit about it last night, but. I don't know how much they investigated before they went with him, but it seems like at least in the movie, it was like, well, he's the one that found it, so let's just start looking into him first. And then they find some interesting things in his background, I guess, that kind of leads them to 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 lock on to him. Yeah, it's sort of uh, one of those things where it's the it's that uh, it's a sort of bias where you uh, you think this guy might be the the uh, you might you think this guy might have done it. Mm-hmm. So everything after that that you find somehow paints a picture of this person being yeah. a bomber. And furthermore, and you see this in the trailer, although I will admit this, well, they, I mean, they did use this angle, but uh, based on what I had heard going into it, I thought it was going to be a little more outlandish, but the media has a lot to do with this too, mm-hmm. as far as, uh, you know, they kind of, uh, I mean, they're getting their information from the FBI, but there's some shade, there's a, I guess some shadiness going on yeah. there, like how, what <laughs> Which, they decide to print and that kind of thing. Yeah. And that's also been already like yeah. brought up, uh, as far as, uh, it's like an actual real world story once this movie started hitting, because, yeah. uh, the, the Olivia Wilde character in this, yeah, Kathy is, Scruggs is shown. Yeah. Kathy Scruggs is, uh, is, uh, shown to, uh, to be one willing to sleep with people to get, uh, stories. Yeah. Um, you know, that was, that was a, that was an interesting scene too, because, and I guess probably going into it, I just expected like a lot more than what we saw just yeah. be- based on how like offended, but like, I'm, I'm not a journalist. I'm definitely not a female journalist. So I don't want to, you know, question what upsets other people. Um, to me, it almost kind of seemed just like, uh, maybe that had even happened before. And Olivia Wilde's even attested to like, that's kind of how she read it. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, they're just, you know, two adults that, um, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, that's the way I read the scene, but you know, I mean, it obviously it's, it's triggered or it's upset quite a few people. So, yeah. and, 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 and namely her family, uh, and she's, she's not alive. So, I mean, she can't speak to it. Right. The, the, uh, the person is not alive, the journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I mean, everything I've read about her, she seems like, a, you know, a really good person. I will say this is a movie though, kind of, we've, we discussed this a little last week. We were talking about doing this. This is a movie kind of like Clint Eastwood, one of his recent movies, Tully or Sully, sorry, mm-hmm. where you have a person that, you know, and I mean, this isn't a spoiler because this is real world stuff. You have a person that didn't do anything, uh, but um, uh, w- was legitimately a hero. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and with Sully, it was even crazier because there was, as far as I know, there was really nothing there was negative. N- there was no investigation into yeah. whether he did the right thing in Sully. So at least here, you do have the investigation. Yeah. But I still feel like they probably did elevate some of that just for dramatic purposes because, you for know, sure. you're making a movie. For so. sure. That's the way, that's the way these things go. Um, but yeah, I want to, I want to kind of get into spoilers. Yeah. What, uh, what is your grade for this movie? Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it a B plus. Okay. Um, overall, I really liked it. There, uh, there were moments in it that I was, uh, I, I will say, uh, this isn't quite as egregious as what we talked about with Jumanji, but I will say the first 15 or 20 minutes of this movie, I was kind of half in half out. Like there was some things going on that I, I didn't really know if I liked the, I wasn't really connecting to it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Walter Hauser, uh, who, Kind of looks like Richard Jewell. Uh, I mean, granted, they make him look yeah. more like him, but I mean, but I I don't know who else could have played him. Um, his performance, even early on, I wasn't quite sure if I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he and the movie uh, progresses very well. Uh, once you get kind of past that bit, I started liking it more. There's some really good performances here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Rockwell. Uh, Olivia Wilde is really good. I think she steals just about every scene she's in. Man, we may differ on Olivia Wilde okay. a little bit. Um, um, but I, And like I said, maybe I just kind of like, maybe I felt for her a little more <laughs> all the stories yeah. going into it. I don't know, but and she's not in it that much. Yeah, get let's get uh, something very straight. I love Olivia Wilde, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I didn't like, uh, maybe it's just the character she's playing, yeah. but she goes a little over the top for me in some of these scenes. And I don't know if that's yeah. because how that's how she interpreted Kathy Scruggs to be. Yeah. But, um, but there were some moments in there. I was like, you're a little bit wild, too wild eyed for me. <laughs> um, well, and I will say once we get into spoilers, there, uh, she was one of the problems I had towards the end. Like if there was negatives, I have to bring. Yeah. Up and I, end. and I'm definitely going to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, the, I know exactly what you're about to uh, yeah. bring up there. Um, but uh, overall, I think I'm around the same area. I feel like I'm, I'm going to give this an A minus. Uh, cool. uh, I feel like uh, I, I, once the movie really kicks into gear, it yeah. never sort of stops. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and by the end of it, I was just like, "Wow, this is this was really good. I yeah, really yeah, enjoyed yeah. all this." So, um, so yeah, we're in the same ballpark there for sure, um, for sure. Uh, and I think some of the flaws that it has could could knock it down to a B plus. But I, right now, I'm thinking A minus. Well, yeah, and I actually think that the way which I just saw this yesterday, so obviously I haven't seen it again. But I think the way the the, the movie progresses, I think I might actually like the beginning better when I watch it again mm-hmm. because I think there's things in. Well, I think there's things that Hauser is doing that make sense later, like the way he's playing the character. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause he's got to get to that, like where he realizes he's got to be all in and, you know, try to clear his name and all that kind of stuff. This so. is definitely Paul Walter Hauser's movie. I've never, oh, yeah. it's, I've never, I don't, I, I really, uh, have liked, I've seen, I've liked him and everything I've seen him in so Absolutely. far, but there's something about his face that is so expressive and so like range of emotion while he's talking yeah, and everything. Yeah, no, for he'll, sure. He'll, he, he does something with his face that very few actors do. Yeah. And, uh, he's constantly interesting and constantly engaging. And, uh, and, uh, I don't know, I don't follow, uh, even though I love watching the Oscars and everything, yeah. I don't follow like who's going to get nominated yeah, yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. But I feel like this should get nominated. 
Yeah, I I don't disagree. I don't believe he got nominated for a Golden Globe. But in this movie, we should also say this movie is not doing well. Right. Uh, it it was one of Clint Eastwood. I mean, it actually grossed almost ten million less opening weekend than that fifteen seventeen to Paris or whatever. Yeah. Like that actually, it only made like five million, which is kind of weird. Now I will say this is one that during the holidays, like especially older people, because like the audience I was with yesterday, there was probably. 25 people and it was an afternoon yeah and uh but it was skewed quite a bit older than me Mm -hmm. um so you might have some people i mean this still might kind of chug along and make five six million a week for a while but it's definitely not gonna be a hit yeah i'm actually surprised that this isn't a little bit bigger of a hit um if because the trailers were great um and with Clint Eastwood's name on it, you'd you'd expect a little bit more of a you know of an audience. But it also had to go up against Jumanji. There's Star Wars coming up. Frozen Two's Frozen Two still killing it. Uh, I mean, not that any of those movies are yeah. really this movie's audience, but it's still kind of buried in the all the hoopla of all those other movies. But they do, but they do affect what they do affect uh, appearance. If they've got to take their, you know, if if they're going to take, if they're going to go to the movies, they might be more likely to take their kids to see something instead of going by themselves to see this. Uh, but even yeah, like even the Mule, I mean, it made a, it made money yeah, last year. Yeah, Mule, Mule was a decent hit actually. I think it ended up hitting a hundred. It was one hundred and three point eight million in the yeah. U.S. It was one seventy four worldwide. So I mean, he and Sully was a hit. So I mean, he he you know he typically does really well. And this is one of those cases. It feels like where you don't you have. You have a, a you know a very plainly named movie with an actor not most people have seen. Yeah, and so it, so even though the the trailers tried very hard to show you Olivia Wilde and Sam Rockwell and Kathy yeah. Bates and all these people, uh, you know it didn't it, it for for average Joe movie goer person they probably were like I don't know who that is I don't know what this person is yeah and 1996 and, bombing why should I care yeah well that's the thing we're talking about like we don't remember much about the aftermath so I mean there might be a lot of people like us that are mm-hmm. just like I don't even I don't know that doesn't mean anything to me mm-hmm. um but um and and I mean and it was like I mean I don't remember if they said uh who like how many people died or did any. well that was that was another uh I would say um maybe flaw of this movie is that it didn't really uh it didn't really go through the um the casualties very well yeah the i it killed one person and it injured 111 other people yeah that's right alice now, hawthorne now there's a, there is a one point in there where rockwell says here's the 113th victim pointing to uh, yeah uh, uh, to uh, Jules mom yeah and uh, so they do quantify it but I don't think I remember even hearing one word about someone dying which yeah. one did yeah it was the uh, I, I assume it was the 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 two women it was one of them because there she was like bleeding out or something yeah Alice Hawthorne yeah. Uh, was killed and um, and then um, uh, I guess somebody else had a fatal heart attack while running to the scene but then the bomb wounded 111 others yeah um but yeah i that's one thing the movie kind of uh sort of skips over a little bit okay uh i felt like anyway yeah uh you let's wanna... go on to spoilers let's do it no spoilers the most basic is kaiser so luke's what? father is actually darth vader she's the sister and the daughter just... they just no 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 no, no 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 i'm reading the books uh so yeah uh the i guess the main spoiler is he didn't do this. Um, 
It was another guy by the name of Eric. As uh, Rudolph. Eric Rudolph. Uh, Eric Rudolph is one of these guys uh, who had, he had he had he had he had committed what four bombings I believe, um, and and uh, he was this extremely like right wing kind of guy who yeah. who hated Bill Clinton and he thought that uh, socialist policies were coming in and all that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah, they know the movie doesn't focus too much on Eric Rudolph, obviously. No, um, it just it just is sort of a coda at the end where. Jewel is uh, actually working as a police officer at the end. Yeah. Sam Rockwell comes in and says, "Oh, they caught the guy." Yeah. Uh and uh and it says and Jewel says, "Can I go to his arraignment and all that?" Yeah. Um so yeah, he didn't do this. Now, the character of Jewel is shown as this guy who people kind of laugh at. Uh he's he's way over the top. He's mm-hmm. like again, he's like Seth Rogen in Observe and Report. Yes. He's exactly that guy. Um, and I, if there's one thing the movie I think has a hard time with is character changes, uh, over time. Uh, one of the, one of the things is we see Jewel as this over the top zealous guy at the university, Mm -hmm. but once he gets to the Centennial Park thing, he's just kind of like average, average Joe, not going too far, very different to the cops everything yeah that's true um he he does it doesn't look like he's just overstepping anything not in that but no so there's nothing in the middle of that where he's saying i've learned the error of my ways or whatever i'm going to start being this way now. yeah that's true i mean we can assume maybe that after that stuff at the university maybe he was trying to tone himself down a little bit but nothing but because they even show him like they go out of their way to show him handing a water to a pregnant lady Mm mm-hmm uh, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I mean, it was just kind of random, which you know? I, I think I'd heard, maybe I heard something about this. It's funny. He just goes up and assumes the woman is pregnant. Yeah. Just gives her water. <laughs> I, uh, mean, I mean, I, I mean, she's got a bump and she's kind of struggling to walk, but yeah, but that's not really a great ne- idea. It's one of those things you never do. <laughs> no. And, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, but by the time he gets to the Centennial Park thing, he's just kind of like. He's just uh, kind of cool, but um, but he's still laughed at. He goes and he hangs out with the cops. The cops ask him of his opinion on things. Yeah, they do. But but they're not really. They yeah. don't really care what his opinion is. They're they're doing it to laugh at him. Yeah. And uh and uh and then even and, and there's even a point where he sees someone walking with a bag similar to one we see later. Yeah. Where he's like, isn't that bag kind of unusual? I'm gonna go check on this yeah. and everything. And they're just like, whatever. Uh, and of course, it does turn out to be nothing yeah, the first time. Yeah, got beers or something. Yeah, a guy right. had beers for all of his friends and everything. Uh, but then, but then later on, when he sees the the kids out drinking and everything, yeah. and he costs them and everything, that's when he sees that other bag that looks exactly like that one. Yeah. And he starts trying to get people interested in it. To uh, the uh, to all the cops' credit, in this, they don't just say ah. I mean, they kind of don't think there's anything. Yeah. But they at least investigate it. They at least yeah. call people out. Yeah, because I think I think that is I think he keeps saying it's regulation. You know, we got to check it. And then the cops are even like, you know, God damn it, it had yeah. to be you on this shift, didn't yeah. it? Because they knew they had to do it, right? Even though they didn't want to. Uh, but then of course he ends up, he ends up being right. So, yeah, yeah. uh, which is still crazy to me. Like, I don't know exactly. I mean, I, I'm guessing it went down similar to that. I don't know where they're getting those accounts from, but, mm-hmm. um, that's just nuts to me. Cause you would think, um, and I'm trying to even think, cause I mean, this is pre nine 11. So I'm not even positive. Like 
somebody just ditching a bag somewhere was even like something that was as you know yeah. as, as talked about i guess yeah although you know. it is the olympics and i That's think true. i think all the i think the olympics in general uh are gonna get uh heightened uh sort of awareness of uh yeah. things going on and everything and this was i guess a little bit of a side event this is like where they had some artists doing concerts mm-hmm. like it was like kenny rogers i think i can't remember who was performing when the bomb yeah they kept saying something like is it jack back i don't remember i knew this song i don't remember the song right now but i mean i knew the song at the time yeah i know that the, the, the song he, is very familiar because yeah, he wouldn't leave because he was sick oh that was the other thing he was sick but he just refused to leave and then at one point he's like no this is my favorite band and they're like jack back's your favorite band or whatever <laughs> yeah. or Whatever it was, yeah. Yeah. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Uh, uh, but, uh, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, people don't take him seriously in, in general, but because he's a, 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 enough persuasive, he gets, you know, he gets the ball rolling yeah. on this thing. Um, and, uh, the, the other thing that's, that's interesting about him is he's got this, uh, very pronounced Southern drawl, but. And and this is that old Andy Kaufman thing where he says I would never like confuse a yeah. uh, a, a scientist with a Southern accent or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you're talking some, about some something yeah. to that thing. Uh, but this guy knows his shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's like he's clearly read up on everything, and um, he, he's, he tells Sam Rockwell at the beginning, I'm like going around, I'm I'm, I'm reading up on all the penal codes and yeah. everything like that. And Rockwell's like, yeah, what a great life, but. Um, well, we even see he notices details too, because like when he first meets Rockwell in his little office, he's like, you know, I got, he's like, he asked for some tape. He's like, oh, check your drawer. I, yeah. I saw you were out. Yeah. And then he even got him like Snickers and he <laughs> knew that he liked Snickers, you right. know, so you can clearly there's something, you know, he could, he obviously pays attention. Yeah. To so like it's, it's, it's an interesting character because it's easy to dismiss somebody with the southern accent. Yes. For some of you out there, I have a southern accent that's no different from Yeah, <laughs> Paul, exactly. From, yeah. from Paul Walter Hauser, but Paul Walter Hauser has a m- even more pronounced southern accent and, than I and, do. And he's 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 a larger individual. Yeah. Uh, lives with his mom. Yeah. So it's know? easy to dismiss yeah. everything he says and uh and just laugh at him and and all that, but uh he's able to get them on this and it, and I I love the scene uh, when they do discover that it's actually pipe bombs in there, because yeah, every yeah. there everything from that moment is so tense. It's the it's the old Hitchcock thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Show them a bomb, and then you know, show the audience a bomb. Yeah, everything about that scene is brilliant. Like the the he drops the flashlight, and so like that. Even just something as simple as that, but the light shining on it for some reason adds so much to that scene. And mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then they 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 throw in. I mean, at some point they throw in like some slow motion and stuff, but um. But yeah, he's running around. They're trying to get everybody out of the way. And yeah. then you don't know when it's going to go off. And I assumed that you know somebody was they were gonna, the bomb crew was going to get there because I didn't know what exactly happened. Yeah, the uh, um, the bomb crew has twenty minutes to get there once yeah. the the one guy discovers what's in yeah. there. And uh, and then yeah, the rest of the time is everybody trying to push 
the people yeah. closer to the stage and all that. And, and, uh, and it's it's insane that more people didn't die. I absolutely. Mean, and then there's what is it they say? Uh, he says something about that. It oh when the when the drunk kids when they dropped it, yeah, it got turned down. Mm-hmm. And it was so supposed it shot, to blow out. Yeah, and it blew up instead. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. So that was really that was really interesting. It's always interesting when things like that happen. It's like. Just the slightest difference, and you know mm-hmm. that could have been eight, nine hundred, a thousand people dead. Yeah, um, not you know, but uh, it's just that, that was a great scene. That was where I probably really started getting into it. I don't know, just leading up to that, it just kind of felt like we got to get to this, mm-hmm. and uh, and maybe maybe I just wanted to get to that. So, like I said, if I rewatch it, maybe I'll enjoy that a little more. But that's definitely when I started getting a little more into it, and uh, I I thought it took off from there. With a few minor hiccups. Yeah, I think once I think this is one of those movies though that once you've seen the rest of it and you go back and watch it again, yeah, the Richard Jewell character will be so familiar to you and you know mm-hmm. his thing and everything that the beginning starts to become better in retrospect. The beginning part that yeah. you may not like may not have liked becomes better in retrospect. Uh I don't know. But um but yeah, so he he's definitely a hero. He gets on the news, mm-hmm. he's uh, you know, telling his story, and if there's one flaw to his character, it's that he is, uh, he he respects law enforcement so much that he trusts them, yeah, uh, implicitly and explicitly. Um, John Hamm plays the FBI agent who was there, uh, at mm-hmm. uh, Centennial Park, uh, and uh, and uh, he. They, I mean, there's all this tremendous pressure for the FBI to come up yeah. with somebody. And they are really uh, fast to latch on to this idea that because somebody in 1984 tried the same thing, security guard yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tried to bomb something, trying to bomb the L.A. Olympics, and it turned out to be, you know, they, yeah. they, they, they turned out to be the security guard, and then some other uh, profile turned out to be a security yeah. guard. They have some sort of hero complex type of thing. Yeah. Uh, they decide that he did, without any evidence, just decide that, oh, this fits yeah. exactly the other thing. And I kind of got the impression that the professor, the Charles Green character, the one that fired him or let him resign, mm-hmm. I kind of got the impression like he actually uh, he actually called the FBI maybe and even gave them an idea that it could be him. Yes, he says he says it would have it would have been upsetting to me if i didn't say something yeah 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 uh, uh about this guy and yes he he tells them all about his past where he was just over the line as a security yeah. guard it goes to show that people just generally think of you as that person all the time you can never change kind of reminded me and and that, and that character i mean that was at least somewhat based on something that really happened because uh jewel sued him mm-hmm. in real life uh after that um and I, I think even maybe settled, but um, this reminded me kind of of Arlington Road. That's what kept popping in my head was Arlington Road because that's mm-hmm. the whole thing with Arlington Road is like you know Jeff Bridges says that thing at the beginning like we can make anybody out to be the bad guy. Yeah, uh, you know just the way you paint the picture and the way you know you move past, and then all of a sudden you have all these people saying, yeah, you know I always noticed something about him. Well, and just that was a little off. And just think about, and, and this is where Olivia Wilde comes in because once the FBI has decided it's Richard Jewell, they're gonna yeah. they start to do their investigation, and then Olivia Wilde, who works for the Atlanta Journal Constitution, uh, Kathy Scruggs, uh, goes to visit him at a bar, 
and uh, is desperate to have some sort of story. Yeah. Because I guess in the past she has uh, delivered on a lot of great front headline stories, like big front page stories. Yeah, but they actually made her go cover the Kenny Rogers concert. Like I didn't really completely understand. I don't that. know, but I yeah. think it's. I think there's something. I think it's something to do with the other uh, women or the other reporters are jealous. Yeah, and- yeah, because she has that moment where she's like, "I'm so sorry. Yeah. All my big murder cases are." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it's all because of like some sort of office politics type of thing that she has to to cover the Kenny rogers thing but yeah she's desperate to find this story and basically goes to john ham and ham she she sort of like starts seducing him and everything at the bar and then he eventually he you know he's like okay well we're, we're looking into richard jewell and then uh, but there's no responsibility here uh they they in the in the uh effort to get that story out they yeah. they publish it without any facts and everything yeah. and then it, it just goes to show all you have to do is say something. Yeah, and I and like and I I wonder like I I mean I wonder I, I would like to kind of know more about the I don't know that we could possibly know the real story there and I know the Tom Shaw character that John Hamm plays mm-hmm. I think he's kind of an amalgam of different people probably um, from what I read he's not a real like Tom Shaw is not a person right. um, but um, so I don't know if that's exactly what happened you know but I mean that's definitely what happens in the movie and the way they do it in the movie I mean Shaw is awful like yeah because I mean I can't imagine what would like I mean. I mean, yeah. I mean, he destroys uh, Richard Tool's life for the next, you know, however long mm-hmm. this, the time frame is, just with that one little thing. Yeah. Because in all honesty, I mean, Olivia Wilde, I mean, the Kathy Scruggs character, I mean, they even make some comments like that they checked with a couple other sources on some things. I don't know how much of that was true, mm-hmm. but I mean, they do at least at least act like they covered their ass. But that's the thing. All they all they have to say is that he's the focus of the investigation. Yeah. yeah. Without. He hasn't, you know, and and that will just, yeah, it just ruins somebody's life immediately. Um, it may turn out later. That's the that's the brilliant part of the uh, ending of this, yeah, yeah, where yeah. Ham gives it, gives Rockwell that little note that says we we've completely cleared oh, him of the investigation. So good, yeah. And Rockwell is like, well, I guess you're gonna go out and uh, tell everybody, tell the whole world about this one, aren't you? Yeah. And, uh, and <laughs> oh, to John Ham, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And, and Ham is like, is like, as you know, we may be done with him and everything, but I still believe your client is guilty as hell, which we saw in the trailer. Yeah. Um, which I wonder if that's even. I, I just I don't know how they could believe that he's the. Uh, maybe yeah. they just don't want to admit they're wrong. But like I just, there's nothing about it. That I makes think it's. Sense. I think I think it's just that bias has turned. Has you know once you, once you start adding so many things that you think com- that you think make the complete picture yeah there's nothing that's going to change your mind well and they don't know richard personally so i mean obviously he, you know they're gonna like him having all those guns and um you know that's a the thing they they uh they uh they do a search of his house and they take all of his stuff out and uh he's got guns and like they take all his tupperware and mm-hmm. Um, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, they're going to look at things differently. What that college professor tells them, they're going to, uh, you know, they're going to see that differently than like Richard Jewell's mom is going to, you know, say it. I mean, that's, that's, that makes sense. Well, and it's fun too when uh, the, she, I think it's Kathy Bates, maybe uh, his mom asks, why do they need the Tupperware? Why do they yeah. need, why do yeah. they need videos? And he yeah. goes, well, so the Tupperware is where they kept the nails, yeah. that's standard. 
And then in the videotapes, uh, they were wondering if we may have uh, shot a manifesto on there yeah. or something like that. It's, yeah. And uh, and uh, that's where I believe uh, uh, Watson Bryant is like, aren't you mad? Aren't you? Yeah, it's like- around that time. Um, I know the I know Bobby, his mom, Kathy Bates. She's like, why do you keep defending that? Yeah, and yeah. He's like, I'm yeah. not defending you. I'm just telling you what it is. Yeah, and yeah. But there, yeah. And then there's a part where Watson's like, you know, aren't you mad? And then. Finally, um, I'm trying to even think, is it, oh, it's when they bring a friend of his in. Yeah. And uh, imply that, that, because there's a thing with the phone. They they can't place Richard Jewell at the payphone. Right. The, the timing doesn't work out. So then they just decide, which this is kind of crazy, even though they've been focusing on this whole lone bomber uh, profile, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden they're just willing to believe that, oh, he had a partner, yeah. not not thinking about the, the profile anymore. And so they decide that it's this friend of his. I can't even remember who that was. but um, Yeah, I can't remember either. Um, but regardless, they it's one of his friends, and uh, they imply that maybe they even have a homosexual relationship. Of course. And, you got yeah, yeah, to make it yeah. somewhat salacious, right? <laughs> um, and I don't know if that really happened. I knew, but, I knew um, as soon as because they're the first time we noticed that he couldn't have yeah. made the call and been over in the park at the same or like in the in the amount of time that yeah um i knew as soon as that was brought up i was like they're gonna just say he has an accomplice now yeah yeah and and uh and like that that was it's funny you you brought that up it that it's funny they just kind of just gloss over it too because they're like because i think it's i think it's rockwell I keep going back and forth between character names and actor names. Rockwell, who plays Watson Bryant, yeah. uh, says something like, "Like you had this lone bomber pro- profile," and then and then John Hamm's like, "Well, you we all know that profiles are just a starting point, an entry point, right? <laughs> you know." <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a good statement. But then that was, but the, but also the reason I brought that up was because that's where once his friend comes over and is explaining to him, like, "This is what I this is what they asked me." This is what I told him. That's when he kind of like a, like a lights like a flip switch in his head, and then Rockwell's like, "Are you ready to fight?" He's like, "Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah." Well, and I, it's 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 truthful to the character that the fact that someone has accused him of being yeah. gay is his driving force here. Yeah, and, and at that point, I didn't really get that was it. But then when they go, when they finally go uh, meet with John Hamm and the Ian Gomez character with, uh, you know, he goes with his lawyer. Uh, that's like the one of the first things he asks. He's like, can we please tell them that I'm not gay? Yeah. You know, and I mean, and that might have been true to the character. Yeah, yeah, very true. Um, and and I don't think any of us like to be lied about in any sort of way, and you know, it's understandable. But it's kind of a, it was it was kind of a weird thing watching a movie yeah. in 2019. Yeah, and someone is just like that upset yeah, about like, it. Of course, it's, like, it's 96 is when this is happening. That's but. true, and even that's what I'm saying. And even if like it is kind of one of those weird things where you're like, even if that was, even if like that conversation happen did we have to have it yeah, in the movie yeah <laughs> yeah that's the way i sort of felt about it i was like it just doesn't unless it's like just key and i guess it is yeah but around that time too when olivia wilde goes and speaks to john ham that's when i started not liking uh her performances or at least the way the character was written. yeah i i she, totally don't blame her for this no 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 it's the way the character was written because all of a sudden it's like it's just a 180 yeah there's a point where uh, Bryant walks into yes. the AJC and and uh, they they do a very sort of unwitty back and forth, which I actually like. I like it when 
uh, characters speak like re- real people. Yeah, yeah. And and like everything that comes out of somebody's mouth isn't some like Sorkinism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? No, no. That and, felt like a real conversation. Yeah. So they were they're sort of going back and forth, insulting each other and doing that. Ah, well, <laughs> kiss my ass <laughs> yeah, and blah blah blah. Uh, and uh, it's after that that she starts thinking well maybe i was wrong about this but this is a yeah this is a 180 that's that nearly gives you whiplash oh yeah i mean she's like like crying yeah like all of a sudden and like you know when she and she well she goes and figures out the phone thing and then um and then she goes and confronts ham and then she's upset about that and i can't there is a point where she's crying too there's like all kinds yeah, of there's a just, point where uh it's it's during the uh his mom's speech to to bill clinton oh basically. that's what it was yeah, yeah basically yeah. saying like you know please you know exonerate my son get get him off of this blah 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 <laughs> she's in the back and she's got tears in her eyes yeah I'm that's like, what it was that's what it was. i'm like you were this driven didn't give a fuck reporter and now because uh, tables have turned slightly. You've decided ah, I was totally wrong about that, and now I'm now I'm a good character. Yeah, and it was it was a real it was just a really weak script moment in uh, in an otherwise like pretty stellar film at that point. You know the way it was the way it was going that did kind of slow it down a little bit for me. But uh, but I really like um, I really like God. I keep I always forget his name. I really like Hauser in these later scenes. Mm-hmm. I really like that point, even though I know it's a little cheesy and it's very like it's kind of the that Rocky moment or whatever where he just he's like he's like I'm fucking done. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go out there and you know take him down. Yeah. Um. But he but he pulls it off like. Like he makes it totally believable whether or not that's how exactly it went because i can't believe that watson hadn't already been doing things up to that point i mean he kind of makes it seem like okay are you ready to let me go you know help you now mm-hmm. but it's like I, I have a feeling he he probably as a lawyer he probably did some stuff before that yeah 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 <laughs> Um, that was a, that was a great scene, and yeah. we don't know if that actually happened. And again, we've seen yeah. a lot of biopics this fall, and every That's time true. I think, oh, there's no way that happened, someone comes and tells well, me it did. Yeah, I know, I know. And that whole interview at the end where he has his moment, I'm like, did that really happen? Where yeah. he says... It's like he's like I was just thinking. Do you even have a case against me? Yeah, it's like he finally kind of figures out. Like I don't have to answer these questions yeah. because unless you actually have something on me, I mean. And then and then he gives that bit about um, you know I'm just I'm just con- even though uh, Watson Brian had already said this earlier in the movie, but he makes the comment about like I'm just I'm really upset that a people are not going to want to go to the FBI. Uh, people like security guards in the future that notice a package, mm-hmm. they're not going to want to do anything about it because they're not going to want to be me. Mm-hmm. And then, and then B, the real bomber's out there right now, and he's probably going to kill more people mm-hmm. because you're focusing on me. Yeah. And uh, and those are very valid points if he's innocent. You yeah. know, I mean, those are very valid points. For sure. Uh, so probably something like that went down, but uh, but it's still, it's a really well-scripted scene. It's a really good scene. And you make a point. This is like, we were talking about um, the Mr. Rogers movie, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. One one highlight from that was that it wasn't as, it wasn't as, nor, it wasn't a, it wasn't a generic biopic. This is definitely more of a generic, uh, as far as the structure. Mm-hmm. This is very much a very familiar type. In fact, it it's very similar to Sully. Like yeah. it's very similar to Sully, like mm-hmm. uh, the structure of it, which is interesting because Eastwood did that. But I still, and so maybe that kind of holds me back a little bit from giving it that quite getting it to that A. But I will say for that type of film, it's 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 top of the game. I mean, it's at the top. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to talk about those kind of biopictures, like this is way better than stuff like Ray or 
walk the line, you know, stuff like that. I mean, this is this is so much better than that, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Well, yeah, so. there's an actual uh, sort of plot yeah. that you could see as a regular movie. Yeah, well, maybe those are bad comparisons because those are covering the life. This yeah. is covering a, a moment. But, yeah. um, but there are, but we've seen a lot of movies like this, and uh, I think this is one of the better versions of yeah, that type yeah. of movie. For sure. Um, I don't know if there's anything else we need to discuss here. Um, I mean, I, I, I do think it's interesting. I mean, we've mentioned Rockwell. Um, I, I think it just shows how great of an actor he is that, mm -hmm. like, I, I don't even, like, I just didn't even think of, like, I thought about it later, like, how good he is in it. But he's just so, just, like, he's perfect <laughs> in yeah. the movie. But, like, I don't really know how to explain it. Like, it's not a real show-offy role that he's kind of been more doing lately. So I, I have a feeling, like, this probably won't get a nomination, but I actually liked him quite a bit better here than I did in Three Billboards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, a he's much playing more just a real dude yeah. here um, and someone who's really good at their job. And um, and uh, it was it was it's also kind of fun to watch him. I guess that's like Bryant Gumble or somebody like yeah, that yeah. on the Today Show. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, watching him ask, you know, like, do you know about all this stuff about your client? And he's like, well, I haven't been able to get a, <laughs> do a full investigation yet and everything. And then, and then, you know, then he goes to Richard and he's like, you're going to have to tell me everything, man, because they just took a giant shit on me on the Today Show, <laughs> whatever they said. And I guess we should mention, too, Nina Arianda plays uh, Nadia, which is, I don't know if they're married at that time. I, she eventually is his wife in real life, regardless yeah. of whatever. But because uh, they even have that thing at the end where you find out that Bobby Jewel like babysits their kids on the weekends and all I, that kind of stuff. I first noticed her in Stan and Ollie. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you see Stan and Ollie? I haven't seen Stan and Ollie yet. I saw she's in a Midnight in Paris, and I've seen her in a few other Florence things. Foster Jenkins yeah. apparently, and uh, yeah, and uh, she is fantastic. She's. Uh, um, I, it, it was funny. Normally, an actor like this, I struggle forever to think of where I've seen them yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. But that, but that, but her, I was like, she was so distinct that I ended. I mean, like almost instantly yeah. came up with Stan and Ollie for her where well, I had seen her because she was great in that. Yeah, and they make her they make her look older in this too because I just mm. looked. She's only thirty five. Yeah. Um. So they make her look quite a bit older than that, and she's like the dark hair and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, no, she's excellent. And like, I don't think like on the page, I don't think there's much to that role. No. And she definitely elevates it. Rockwell probably they, her and Rockwell have really good chemistry, mm -hmm. and so I think that helps too. But mm -hmm. uh, but but yeah, no, she she was definitely a standout for me. Yeah. She she says something to the effect of when the government in my country says somebody's guilty, you know that they're not. Yeah. And, but apparently in this country, it's different. <laughs> you know. And she's just like trying to get it because I get the impression they don't get a lot of cases because mm -hmm. he, he decided to get his own practice and uh, they don't really talk about that too much. Yeah. But uh, she makes it pretty clear that he needs to take the case like, uh, you know, because they, they, they need to do something to make their, you know, firm stand out or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, no, I love Rockwell in it. I love Rockwell and Hauser played off each other really well, too. Uh, Kathy Bates is really good. I mean, she doesn't have a whole lot to do here, but in the scenes that she does, she yeah. obviously she's always. Kathy always nails it she's kathy bates and there's scenes that could be like insanely cheesy that maybe are still a little cheesy but like there's the scene where 
uh, uh, Jewel, like Richard yells at her. Mm -hmm. And so she goes to the bathroom. And I mean, that scene could have been really cheesy. And it maybe it's a little bit, but they those actors pull it off. I also do like uh, when uh, when Bryant comes to the, uh, the apartment for the first time. And uh, he has to navigate through all these reporters, and the reporters yeah. are asking these questions. There's some really interesting <laughs> loaded questions in there. Yeah. Like, um, did you help Richard set the bomb? Yeah, yeah, which, I noticed that. Which is, it's funny because, it, you, you know, you, you ask yourself, why doesn't someone answer a question like that? Because, yeah. Because, you know, if you say no, it's one of those, it's a loaded question. If you yeah. say no, then you're implicitly saying that he did set the bomb. You could definitely read it that way. Yeah. yeah. This is the, you know, did you stop beating your wife question, right? Yeah, you know? exactly. This is those type of things. And, uh, and so, like, he gets in there and starts talking to him a little bit. And then he turns to Kathy Bates and says, okay, we're, we are going to have to talk. Yeah. by ourselves yeah, yeah, yeah. because this is attorney client privilege and if there's a third person in here there's no more privilege and then they can ask you anything that yeah, we yeah, talk yeah. about and everything and then she's just very much yeah, understands yeah. goes oh i love that scene yeah I love little stuff like that yeah I did, and this movie's full of that so and I, I i think that's a lot of why this movie's good no this is a really good movie mm -hmm. um i mean i'm probably being a little stricter on it than i need to be but uh no it's, no it's i think just, it's i think you're yeah, right on you're just, right on it's just a really good movie this is a perfect like i was thinking uh i think i've used this example before before, but this really felt like like back in the day when like the networks would have network premieres of like big releases mm -hmm. like this would totally be like a sunday night like you know network premiere of richard jewel and be like you know 20 million people watching it this would be like a perfect like sunday night movie just to yeah. sit back and uh end your week on i guess it's a it's just a really interesting story and uh i mean i read i mean i read some stuff i don't know everything that happened but i did i was curious enough to look up some stuff i do know uh they sued a ton of people after this was over mm -hmm. um, and uh, settled quite a bit, too. Like, I mean, a lot of the uh, the Atlanta uh, Journal, actually, they were the ones that actually wouldn't settle. I some I don't know exactly what went down there, but like they I mean, they sued like uh, was it Brokaw? Was it Tom Brokaw? Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, he was he the one that was on the air was he the one in the movie he's 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 the one where he he's like um you know he's they, they've uh they're, they're focus of their investigation yeah, yeah. is on retro jewel i don't and, remember if it was him and, they sued or and, if it was the and kathy bates says why is tom brokaw yeah, saying this right. about you yeah so they like they went after they they said that he i guess he was defamatory and then um and then obviously uh cnn they sued mm -hmm. and uh and then um obviously like i said uh they sued the, the professor or the university i don't remember which yeah um and I mean he was able I mean he died uh was it 2006 2007 maybe? she Seven. he was 44 he had diabetes uh yeah and he had died of heart failure yeah 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 uh there's a scene early on well somewhere where it shows him like uh crouching down and yeah. feeling his chest and everything to sort of give you an idea that he might have some sort of issue there but uh yeah I mean I don't Here's another thing the movie sort of glosses over. I don't know how he was able to sort of repair his name afterwards. Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, I was surprised he was hired as a cop. Yeah, I don't it, it it feels like the damage that was done in this movie is more than just oh, well they found you innocent and aren't looking at you anymore yeah. because everybody who ever paid attention to that case yeah was like, "Oh, Richard Jewell, he did it." And and then they you know how news cycles are they don't ever come back and 
and and say, oh, well, this guy didn't do it. We should have an apology. We should look at our sources yeah. better. We do all these type of things. We never have that. No, um, the one thing I did read, Janet Reno apparently, and uh, maybe in an interview or something, she made a comment like a, a year late, a couple years later, saying we should have treated him better or mm-hmm. something like that. That was like the only thing I could really find out of out of everyone that could have said something. Yeah. I'm sure there was a few more, but that was the one that was noted. And um, oh god, I lost my train of thought. But um, yeah, I was the same way with you. Like, I mean, he apparently got to be a police officer, at least a desk officer or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but he definitely probably didn't have the life he could have had. Yeah, uh, because of all this. And you know, I mean, he 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 was a hero. Well, like, yeah. He did just it. think about just think about how completely his life changes if he's just a hero and it stays that way. Yeah. Then he can he can get into whatever police department yeah, he wants to write his book or have somebody write a book for him. Yeah. There's a whole thing in there about and that. He's plenty good enough. He could have become a detective. He could have been an FBI guy himself. I mean, it's just uh, a lot of things went off the table once. All yeah, yeah. Because like you said, I mean, he's he is he is he's very very smart. <laughs> okay, well, um, uh, what did you guys think of this? The people, the few of you that may have seen this movie, apparently. <laughs> uh, go to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins, on Facebook. Uh, we're also on SoundCloud, Reddit, CinemaSins Twitter, Music Video Sins Twitter, and we're also on Discord. If you want to get on Discord, you can go to Reddit on the right side of the page. There's a live link. Or you can go to Facebook and ask me for one in the private messages. Uh, also, you can reach Jonathan at... Uh, I am on Twitter at SamLumis13. I also... We have a TV Sins Twitter... And- and uh, you can hear me every week with Aaron Dicer and Danae Hughes on Behind the Sins. All right. Well, that'll do it for this mini pod. It's Chris Agnes and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. Oh my goodness.